0: Inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men Podcast. There are many occasions in my life when, when Jesus passed by. Could it be bold enough to say that? There were moments in my life when God broke in, the moment whenever I trusted Christ. That was a moment when Jesus passed by. I had an opportunity and I grasped it with both hands. That was Paul Reed speaking at C3 on Sunday the 6th of March, 2023. It's a talk which is fundamental to this episode. Today's guest was born in an army field hospital in Germany, but has lived most of his life in Cambridgeshire, now residing in Hill with his lovely wife Shelby and two cute daughters. His first job was a paper round, and he must have done it pretty well because he was soon promoted to be a shop assistant in the same corner store. A couple of football facts, he's a Chelsea supporter, so hasn't had a great year but once refereed a match involving Fran Kirby, who went on to represent England at the 2015 and 2019 Women's World Cups. Today, we're talking with Luke Franks. Hi, Luke. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast. Our habit is to ask our guests some quickfire questions to get to know them a bit. So first up, imagine the government has asked you to join the diplomatic corps. You can choose any capital city in the world to live in where would you go? Oh,
1: I, th- I think I'd end up moving to Germany. The cities, there are just extremely clean. They're efficient people. They're kind. Uh, it's, it's just a lovely place to be.
0: Excellent. Um, next one, food-related. Uh, bacon roll, brown sauce, red sauce, or no sauce at all? None. I like, I like to taste my bacon. Mm-hmm. And third, how did you propose to Shelby and did she say yes the first time um
1: technically i didn't and she <laughs> did say yes i suppose we it, it's it's a funny story i don't i don't i don't know how to get into that
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's not get into that then <laughs> I can uh, I can see you on video here and the body language is saying, let's not get into that. So we'll, we'll stop right there. So we've already heard that you started your working life in a convenience store. And at that age, you've told me already, you were around 17. Uh, so you weren't married and you didn't have children. Uh, so there was work, uh, there was your social life and balancing your energy and your time across those two things was probably pretty easy, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that's safe to say. Yeah, yeah. And then you married in 2016, started attending church, and then the girls arrived, and now your life is a lot more complex. And so now you're having to apportion your time and energy across all of those things. And then what happened?
1: Um, well, things came on quite gradually, really. So um, you might remember a little while about while back during covid you and i went for a walk and we were talking about pains that i was getting in my hands and my feet um quite dull aches um and i was explaining the effect that that had at the time uh, it it being quite mild but noticeable and that was what 2019 and then over the last 4 years that's grown it's progressed it's um had a real knock on effect um both psychologically uh, and physically uh, to the point where it's more generalized pain-wise in in my in my knees in my back uh, shoulders uh, it doesn't just affect that i've been going through a process for diagnosis which involved many scans and blood tests and uh, they've pointed to fibromyalgia a joyful part of that affects brain function and things like fatigue so it's been trying to balance those with those parts of life that you said about
0: yeah so i I can i can imagine how difficult that is when you have a a whole set of chronic pain conditions uh you've got some brain fog going on and uh, work is becoming more and more demanding and you've got a growing family and so how did you prioritize your time and and your energy with all of that happening?
1: Um not I think at the time I thought I was I thought I was doing quite well, uh but hindsight is a great gift to have. I put a lot of pressure on myself to be the provider and I was telling myself that I was doing a great job providing for my family. And it was actually more negative than it was a positive thing. So instead of being a a present parent, a present husband, I was giving all of my time and my energy to, to this job that I loved. But that job was very emotionally draining. And I'd come home after giving it my all. And I'd just physically be non-existent. Because of both being so extraordinarily tired and in so much pain that some days i wouldn't I wouldn't even be able to put the kids to bed because it was just too much by that time, and once they were in bed, I'd have to go to bed myself at seven because I'd then have to go to work the next day so so there was there were a few things skewed priority wise
0: so so if I can. Summarise, and I hope I hope I don't offend you saying this, but in instead of your family being the priority, providing for your family became the priority.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: but it's insidious, so you didn't realise that was happening.
1: One hundred percent. I I told myself that I was prioritising them by prioritising providing for them, mm. but they don't need the prioritizing god would do that regardless they needed they needed a present husband yeah
0: and, and and i would be astonished if there weren't men listening to this podcast now thinking i wonder if i'm doing that so mm. uh, if that's you listen up because uh, there's more to this story what happened next luke
1: yeah so to me very much out of the blue i uh, got a message from the second in command of the organization going oh i want to meet you in london my uh hair on the back of my neck stood up because that's not a done thing we're all kind of siloed working so that's not our head office so some conversation went back and forth forward i said that's not normal can we do it another way and and ultimately i was being told there was a redundancy process and and then sooner or later with i was told within a week that i was going the shock of that hit me like a bus
0: Mm. so the thing you've been pouring all of your energy and your focus into um is suddenly like pulled away from you yes
1: yes definitely and i think it it was very much like the carpet had just been pulled underneath me there i i'd given a lot to that job and and it was a very rewarding job i really enjoyed it and and a lot of good had come from it um but it was as if a green screen had the projector had kind of gone and I'd soon mm. realized that where I thought I was, mm. it, it was a false reality as such. And what happened next? So uh, I, I very much was in a, a bit of a, a pit. I um, I think I, it was a very low time. I had I had some very good people around me, very faithful people who kept checking in, kept encouraging me, and uh, because of that, I kept kind of, in church online having some active involvement with listening to church and and i watched uh, paul reed preach and he spoke about uh being involved in the spirit and having the presence of the spirit and it was it was as if that was there for me in that moment it, it was it was really quite special and uh it was spoken about as if sometimes we find ourselves gently in the presence of the spirit and then other times we need to be pushed off the boat he was talking about um, walking on the water and uh, Peter stepping off the boat and sometimes we're kind of in this storm but it's that step off and the risk that's taken and uh, the danger can sometimes be being on the boat and it soon made me realize that actually the the risk wasn't where I am now and, and not having a job it was being in the situation I was with trying to struggle just to survive in this job I was in giving everything for survival it it was teaching me to trust in God for that provision rather than trusting myself because I was I was just running myself into the ground.
0: I think the, the title of the the sermon was "Jesus passes by in the most unusual places," um, and you can get that sermon. It's about uh, there's an excerpt of about ten minutes on YouTube. So really, what you're saying is that the risk was staying was more staying in the boat. So had you continued in the boat, which is working the way you were working and giving your energy and everything to the job to provide for your family, actually staying there. Was more dangerous than being kicked out of the boat and having to try and tread on the water, which is what just happened when you were made redundant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you're now out of the boat and and probably floundering a little bit, trying to keep your head above water. What happened over the next few days in, in terms of in terms of your 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 thinking and also actually you know what fell into place?
1: It, it was really quite a special few days, really, um, for for a naturally quite anxious person. There was no panicking, searching for jobs. Not at any point did I look online, put a CV online or anything like that. Within two hours of me telling contacts that I'd made work-wise, okay, this is the case, all of my service users are going to be moved across, everyone's going to be cared for kind of thing. Uh, I'd had someone say, what an awful situation, do you want to come work for me? And it, it really just cemented what, god was saying and in that sermon what was spoken to me and i've been given this role and i've been put in this role of genuine change of a real good step forward and and i can see the peace both in that gap of i think it was about five or six weeks gap that i had both of rest and recuperation of peace of not having a role but also to be able to go, what a situation I was putting myself in by trying to hold my own instead of knowing who's already won the battle kind of thing. So just by stepping back forcefully or stepping off the boat forcefully, being pushed off the boat and now being able to see, gosh, what what was I doing to myself? and just being pushed into god's arms it's just amazing to see what can be done if if you've got the priorities straight
0: Mm. and and this is quite a recent experience so uh how are you gonna guard that going forward so you don't start to slip back into the risks of staying back in the boat working too much focusing on the provision for your family rather than your family
1: that's 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 the most important thing isn't it and that's i think that's a really good question because i think you can slip up so easily and anyone and everyone is susceptible to that i think for me it's remembering the needs and the wants i, I always think back to when we had our first child everything we bought the car the wardrobe the changing table all we really needed was a moses basket and a pram everything else is just these lovely things to fill the room and now as long as we are fed we've got a roof over our heads and things like that there's so many luxuries nowadays that we can work above and beyond to buy so many subscriptions it's those Mm -hmm. needs and wants and and i think i think that's key for me do do we need a a gym subscription whereas actually you can eat better you can go for a walk you can do all these things and they don't cost the world and actually it's just it's just the presence of being with people that's the most important thing
0: yeah wonderful um I, i said earlier i'd be surprised if somebody wasn't listening to this thinking have I got my priorities uh, out of order here? Uh, What would you say to somebody who did think that at the time and uh, would obviously like to get out of the boat without being forced out through redundancy? I think we need
1: to be so aware that sometimes change is needed. We are so scared nowadays of change, but change is a necessity in life. And... We like to stay in a bubble because it's safe and secure, but that safe and secure bubble can lead to breakdown if it's just slowly beating you down. If it's too much, if it's too negative, then it's just going to destroy you. Whereas you can change, you can go to something better, you can go to something with less pressure. And it can be more time for your family. It can be more time for your faith. It can be more time for all these good things. And it's knowing in yourself whether you live to work or work to live, whether you're having an extra two grand a year to pay for all these luxuries, all these wants, but do you have time for them because of this time that you're working? And it's, it's just keeping an eye and having those people to keep you accountable for that. And if, if you're spending all that time doing these things and not having time to do them once you're home, then something's not connecting. So it's having those people to keep you accountable.
0: Accountability. I can't suppose it's a real interest for me and how we do that with other men mm-hmm. is really interesting. Um, what, what if we know somebody who we feel is getting their priorities out of kilter? What, what would you suggest would have been helpful for you before you had your uh, redundancy moment if somebody had been seeing you burning yourself out at work?
1: I think the best
0: of friends,
1: the best of of people first of all are the ones that walk alongside you with it they they're the ones that take off kind of the burdens when they can and that comes from saying the harsh things at the hard times it's the whole harsh truth is better than kind words and then being false so sometimes the truth hurts and to have someone to go your priorities are wrong. You're putting work above your wife. You're putting football above friends. You put in beer above whatever. To have someone say that and just call you out on it, I think I think that's the best thing we can do. I think sometimes we can just be a bit flip floppy around the point, and things just need to be said and. Even if we can't accept it as the receiver at that point, it's, it is that seed that needs to be mulled over sometimes. So it might not be accepted at that moment, but I guarantee it would be thought about. So it 100%, It, it just say it as it is.
0: Yeah, I think it was one of the things that came up in the interview with Rod Parsons in in a recent podcast episode that we ran, uh, where he talks about three things he got wrong. And one of them was kind of taking himself too seriously and pouring himself into his job. Uh, and, and maybe that Stephen Covey moment when we're on our deathbed, whoever thinks, I wish I'd spent more time in the office. I wish I'd been promoted more. I wish I'd traveled more with my work. Um, who thinks that versus who wishes they'd spent more time with their children or with their friends or with their parents or with the significant people in their lives. And that's, that's a great thing to think forwards to not to, not to rush it, but that kind of deathbed moment of what, what priorities really matter um, is a great thing to, to think forwards about. Luke, it's been really helpful talking with you today. Thank you for sharing your story with us. It's been painful, but it's been good. And uh, sometimes the pain is is a good thing because it brings us to uh, a reality in our lives and it it feels that you've you've had that reality moment thanks also to paul reed for bringing bringing that word uh, which is very much in season for you and it sounds like uh, it's had a profound impact on your life already great thank you alan so Luke, thank you for joining us on the podcast for this episode um, and for being so open with us with, with your story. Uh, you're on the Ascend core team, the leadership team. Uh, so on behalf of Ascend, what would you say to any guys out there who might be just questioning the balance that they have in their lives or they may know somebody who's struggling to find that place of, of balance in their lives?
1: I'd say to to just be open with mates or people within within their home church or or even to us in the team to just share it what they're going through what they think it, it can be quite daunting to to even contemplate that change and contemplate trying to pursue something different or make sure those priorities are resolved so I think I think as as brothers we're we're always here. So get in touch with someone would is what I'd say.
0: Yeah. So in the show notes, we'll provide a link to the Paul Reed preach that Luke just referred to. And also some contact details for us Ascend here. You can read about our upcoming events and sign up for those. So you can actually come and meet with some brothers, uh, but also just a general email address if you want to get in touch with our Facebook group. Uh, so you're not alone. Uh, we finish this podcast every single week by saying uh, together we are stronger. And that's certainly the case. Uh, so we are not meant to do life on our own. Ascend is a community of men uh, who are inspiring and equipping and challenging each other to live the lives that, uh, that God destined us to live. So let's uh, let's do that practically and do that in this area of prioritization. So thank you, Luke. It's been great having you today. Thank you. That's it for this Ascend Men podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please share it with a mate. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Together we are stronger.